Welcome to Brand Lover, honest, real, and lively conversations for flourishing entrepreneurs and budding business owners on a mission to cultivate a heartfelt brand that connects with their purpose-driven mission. My hope is that you walk away feeling inspired and refreshed with a weekly takeaway in your back pocket that you can apply to your life or business. Welcome to Kaylee Blyton, Certified Health and Wellness Coach specializing in integrative nutrition and holistic approach to self-care and stress relief, something we all need. Kaylee works closely with driven women all over the world to teach them how to build a foundation to flourish in life and health. Thank you so much for joining me, Kaylee. Thank you, Rachel. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. Um, I would love to hear in your own words about your journey and you have just, you've got so much to give and I'd just love to hear how that, you know, how that started for you, how you ended up here and how you help people. Yes, well, my story, um, well, my journey started with my own health story, my own health challenge, actually. Um, about 2018, I was diagnosed with an underactive thyroid and doing as you do, you go to the medical professionals to get the help. Um, but I was sent away because my thyroid wasn't as bad <laughs> or wasn't bad enough yeah. for um, medication. Yeah. And that just sent me off on a bit of a research. Um, I ended up using a naturopath who I still work with today. I saw the benefits of more holistic and natural um, remedies. So things like your food and, and your diet and with a thyroid as well, for those women out there that might have some thyroid issues, you do, if you're one of the exercises, you do need to sort of have a look at your type of exercise as well. So I took a big um, review of my whole life. So basically step back, had a look at what I was doing in terms of my eating, my exercise, how I was looking after my mindset, I fell in love with all that holistic wellness and I decided I wanted to pursue that as a career. So I enrolled to study with the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. Now I did that, uh, it was like a full-time study, but you know, the hours were manageable, but I did that alongside my full-time corporate job. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and graduated in March this year. So just really getting getting out there and, and have taken on one client so far, but um, taking on more clients as well. So that's amazing. I didn't realize it was so recent. Yes, that was. I had to think then. It was um, like it was March this year. I officially graduated. So technically, the studies all wrapped up at the end of last year, but the graduation was in, was in March. Yes. Of course. Amazing. So how, what sort of offerings have you got at the moment? I know that you work one-on-one -on -one with clients. Mm. Um, yeah. What else do you provide? Yeah. So the one-on-one -on -one is um, my main business and that, that's the one mm. I, I love that so much because I love doing this, um, just sitting down with someone, chatting mm. to them, finding out what's going on in their life and being able to uncover um, and, and help them. So basically I act as a guide for you on your health journey. We find what works for you. We set you up with your own wellness plan that you can fall back on. So you can pull that out of your armour. So you, you have your own little um, folder already for you. Just dip in there whenever you need to. 
and then I have my my membership, which is uh, a new baby, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is called Flourish. And similar process I go through with my one-on-one clients, whereas I'm finding those simple food and lifestyle habits, ones that are easily to implement. I know for myself, being so busy, as I'm sure many of your beautiful listeners are as well. Yes. You don't need to add something else to your agenda. Mm-hmm. So I like to work with women, whether that be one-on-one or in my membership, in helping you introduce just small habits that you can fit into your day alongside stuff you're already doing anyway. And yeah. it's just going to really help you um, along your journey. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like there's a lot in society that is um, burdening to women Mm. these days and we sort of feel like we take on we just keep taking things on believing that we can it'll be fine it'll be fine it'll be fine until one day we break Mm. and I love that you're here to to support women in that way um because I know for myself even I need to steal moments and it's so important to incorporate those habits and I'm sure that you're more of an expert that I am but even just before this chat you know I've had such a busy day in and out with kids stuff and business stuff I've been on Voxer I've been on Instagram and I've done all sorts of things and I knew that I just needed to stop for a minute Mm -hmm. (laughs) and to just have my lunch out in the sun for 10 minutes is just so um you know healing and rejuvenating Mm and um yeah, I'm, I'm, and I'm excited to hear more tips from you because I certainly could use them. <laughs> I'm sure that our <laughs> listeners could too. But um, I'm interested. This is a little bit of a nosy question. Um, I'm interested to know what you did before you became a health coach. Was health something that you were always interested in? I have always, yeah, I've always loved being healthy. I've loved going to the gym. When I was younger, I used to dance. Oh, lovely. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I've always been quite active and n- never a real sporty person. So I'm mm-hmm. not more, you know, the ladies that love to do the netball and all those sorts of sports. I hated PE at school. <laughs> I really did. Oh, kindred <laughs> spirits. I used to make my mum write me notes to get out of sports day in high school. I used to just have my period all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Convenient. Um, well, I still have my corporate job, so yeah, I work for a um, public servant, so I work for Australian government agency, and I still have that corporate job. Yeah, so I've done that all along. But so just, you're a prime yeah. example of someone who is juggling a lot of things. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. still, yeah, still managing to integrate those habits and self care routines is, I think, probably possibly even more inspiring uh, to me knowing that you're working full-time as well like that's a lot in itself plus you yeah. have children no I've got a no. child living in my house my oh niece, sorry my has, uh, <laughs> a two and a half year old baby in the house so okay although I'm not mum mum it's yes. still you know there's still yeah a there's a lot going on in your life yeah, yeah and that's sort of the point that I was getting at but um so when you went through your health journey and you decided to be to do this, like to become a health coach, was it the end goal? Was that always to start your own business in order to help other women going through similar things? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So I that's... just saw yeah, so much in, in that in health coaching and even for myself going through the studies, 
I I got so much transformation out of it. Yeah. It's great for, for my own health too. What a beautiful motivation to have right from the very beginning to sort of without even having started any of the business stuff to sort of mm-hmm. have that mission um, to keep you motivated. I think that's wonderful and so important when you are starting a business, like it's so easy to get to give up when mm-hmm. things do get hard or you know, like it's a, it's a, it's a long rocky road sometimes like learning everything that goes along with starting a business. And so to have that, that core motivation is just um, such a gift, I think. And when you can lock onto that and as you have done, um, you know, like you're showing up no matter what and yeah. overcoming those obstacles, no matter what. And I love that. Um, so, so how did you like, <clears throat> start the business was it sort of like did you ease into it or did you just sort of know that like this is the right time or did you start while you were still studying I yes I did start while whilst I was still studying and I was just really sharing my journey and sharing a lot of of tips along the way and then I started promoting the doors open I'm taking clients now towards the end of last year so most of last year was all just getting the awareness out there making yeah. people aware um because I did have a network marketing business as a little side hustle before oh. so I really I needed to take my audience then on a journey yeah of a new direction so yeah, yeah. bring people along that journey as well and and that's such a lovely thing like I think that's such an authentic way to start building your brand a lot of my clients fall into the trap of thinking that they have to have everything perfect and ready to go and have to sort of have everything um, like ready to actually start taking transactions or start taking clients when you know in reality if you haven't warmed your audience and you haven't connected with them and got to know them um, they're going to be much less likely to purchase from you when you do make an offer. So I think yeah. that that sounds like it's been, you know, just I think that's just something to point out, like if to our listeners, if you are sort of in either of those camps, that, you know, to sometimes just to start connecting, even if you aren't exactly sure on the full vision yet, to start sort of putting your message out there is, you know, going to pay off um, mm. in the long run. So I think, mm. yeah wonderful so well, I didn't have a website Rachel yeah <laughs> exactly I, I was I had I knew what I was going to do I was going to have and I still use it today a Google Drive folder very yes. very simple easy for everyone to access and then yes. I just have an account in zero and I emailed her an invoice yes it can be so easy I think like when I started freelance design many moons ago I probably won't even share how many I was the same I didn't have anything all I had was an ABN and um you know just it just through awareness and word of mouth the word started to spread and and that's exactly I used to create manual invoices in word documents or something like it was that it was and I I think that I started like I made up an invoice number to start from rather than zero so I didn't look like I was like such a newbie of you know young young 20 something oh so funny they wouldn't have even cared that's a little anecdote for you um but yeah it's it's just it yeah exactly and it you know as long as you've got some intentional thought behind it 
Mm. Um, I think that I think that's the beautiful sort of way to um, dip your toe in, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. So, um, so now juggling a full time job still at the moment and your clients and a membership and all that goes along with that not just serving people mm. but the marketing like yeah. marketing's a lot like it's a beast <laughs> let's not oh, lie about that um how do you stay on top of it how do you like what strategies do you use for yourself like you're such a good example um for myself I I I don't know if you can say it's cheating but <laughs> look if there's a template or something I can buy if I can give somebody some money to do something for me then that's what I do yeah um I think whilst I have that corporate job there where I'm getting in that consistent income I don't have those same stress levels as somebody in a business on their own and that's your only source of income yeah and I can afford to invest back in in and make my life easier by getting some things done for me yeah um things like you know social media ideas and planning out your marketing yeah. um, in the membership I, I like I show up live I do live coaching um, which I think you do too yeah yeah so I do that as well because I like that rather than doing a a it's like doing a live where it's recorded I like to have the interaction that like see the people and be able to talk to them yeah um, but yeah the membership um, it takes a little bit of work but the marketing side of it I think once once you have your members in yeah that part of it I I find quite easy yes <laughs> it's just the it's just the awareness and and uh attracting the right people to come and work with you that's yeah I think that I think that you'll find that's that's a um a very common mm. feeling that um yeah until you sort of really nail your marketing and you've got it mm. like you know working like a well-oiled machine which sometimes can take a lot of time and yeah. patience and resilience and um you know just even the ability to put yourself out there a little bit and try new things and be open mm. to to being rubbish at them <laughs> uh, you can never know until you try and then all of a sudden yeah. it's that one thing that you sort of hone into and and I totally agree, like the pleasure is in the working with people and the reward is in seeing that transformation. And um, yeah, even I myself can relate to that. But, um, you know, fortunately or unfortunately marketing, like you can't actually do anything without it. No. <laughs> so thank you for sharing that so honestly. I think that, yeah, a lot of people will be nodding along about that. Mm. Um, so, so thank you. Um I would love to sort of hear any case studies or stories that you have from your work with women in the online entrepreneurial space, mm. just to help understand how you support them in that way. Uh, yeah. So my most recent client is is an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. and uh, it was the you know the working in the business and having the kids and still trying to you know, mum of three, trying to find that time mm. for herself, um, had been through a little bit of personal trauma the year before we started working together and had come to me and was basically, she was at breaking point. She was just uh, almost ready to just collapse and mm. suffered anxiety, all these things. So 
just being able to support her, like, so not how, how I explain it is you go to a friend or a spouse or someone to talk to and their first reaction is to come in with all the advice and tell you what you should do, thinking they're helping you. Mm. But what you really need is someone that's going to just hold space for you and allow you to talk, allow you to share, and then help you come with come up with your own solutions. So that's pretty much how I work as a coach. I hold that space, provide the guidance and support because unless you come up with things that you know will work for you because you know yourself mm. better. Nobody knows you as well as you know yourself. So you you know what you can take on in your life and what you can fit in. So it's all about helping you uncover that mm. and having that accountability to make sure you implement those steps to reach your goals. So having simple things like setting your own schedule, um, an appointment with yourself. So you had your mindful lunch today. But even something like that, if you say, right, every day at, I don't know, 1 p.m., I'm going to sit outside for 10 minutes and eat my lunch, then that's something you would put, say, in your calendar or something as an appointment with yourself. And so you don't cancel it. And mm. um, so it's more of about when you come up with the strategies, it's sticking to them, which is the hard part for a lot of people. So, you know, most people know what they should be doing, but it's the actual doing of that is where people get stuck. And that's where, as a health coach, I'll work through that and, and be that accountability. So checking in, how are you going? How would you go with X? And then being able to coach through that if there is any um struggles that come up yeah I love that and I love that you just the way that you expressed that was just so calm <laughs> and you feel like <laughs> your voice has just sort of lulled me into a like, really calm <laughs> and peaceful state <laughs> I get that every time I get that from people I don't know if I, when I get into that health coach mm. mindset I I change it's beautiful my voice and then they just like oh I feel so much better I do I just like yeah <laughs> so okay so let me just switch back on here um what are some of your favorite habits um to I guess encourage women to mm. harness if they may be feeling a little bit on the edge of burnout or exhausted from doing it all, I know that I've been chatting recently with um, some friends with our children are now at that age where they're doing all the sport things mm. and they're at school. And I, you know, when they were little, I was like, I can't wait for them to grow up. Cause I, I'm so tired of being so busy. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have been more wrong. It's just a different season and adapting to different seasons. So, you know, like in that situation where you're just, you've, maybe they've accidentally piled on too much like, mm. and they're feeling the burden of that feeling you know that feeling where you yes. feel trapped like you can't like how am I going to get myself out yeah. of this <laughs> do you have some habits that might help that person yes well learning to set boundaries mm. is a good thing to start with and saying no with love as well mm. um when we're stressed and overwhelmed, really the first thing to go out the window is our own health and wellness. Mm. Um, women, we put ourselves last. We're always looking after everyone else. 
Now, when you're in that situation and you're feeling like that, that is when you really need to be focusing on yourself and, and your needs. So just having one to two little things you can do every day is a bit of self-care. Um, the mindful lunch. Um, I saw an Instagram story earlier today um, sharing about putting lipstick on, like just putting mm. on a bright lipstick. And that's the moment of self-care. Mm. It doesn't have to be big. I think people get so overwhelmed with when I, I say to them, I find a couple of things like, you know, self-care, and there's a lot of talk about self-care. It's such a buzzword. And people yeah. think, oh, self-care, oh, I've got to do yoga or I've got to do this or I've got to do that. But you don't. You can do whatever you want that is going to give you a moment of joy or make you mm -hmm. feel happy or help you slow down and just just calm yourself for even five minutes a day. Yeah. It's, it's just so, so simple. Um, tackling tasks, so like a task management strategies, I like to approach it on a three, no more than three big projects a day. And it doesn't have to be all work-related. These can be things in your personal life as well. Mm -hmm. um, so just three, three project, projects a day and you tackle the toughest one first. Now, if you get to the end of the day and you haven't done your third one, it doesn't matter. You can mm -hmm. add that to the top of your list the next day. Um, deep breathing exercises amazing like I suffer with anxiety so for me if I yeah. feel I'm getting out of like just I'm about to go yeah just stop and just close your eyes and that's all it takes so I just put my hands here just like on my diaphragm mm -hmm. close my eyes and I just breathe in and out like in through my nose and out through my mouth Oh, I'm just finding myself doing that right now. <laughs> <laughs> it just calms you down so much. And and it's also very beneficial in your relationships if you're, you know, we all clash with people or mm. you know, spouse right in your face all the time. Yeah. But even just doing that, practicing something like just stopping for 10 seconds as well before you respond. Mm. It's just amazing how much like your, your response will change in that moment. Um, and the, the main thing is just finding something you enjoy. Yeah. So, like even a hobby. I know a lot of people love little hobbies. Yes. Um, my client actually looked for a hobby when we're working together and found dancing because she always wanted to do it as a kid. So yeah. she's doing adult dancing. Beautiful. She loves it. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, and, and the other thing when I was saying earlier was whatever habit you choose to do for yourself, whether it's your mindful lunch or mm -hmm. you want to do some deep breathing, say at the end of your day or at the start of your day to give you that calm approach when you, you get going. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, it doesn't have to be much. You just choose what makes you happy, brings you joy, and you just sort of stick to it. That's the, that's the biggest thing. That's the hardest thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. creating habits. So yeah. I've heard you talk about habit stacking before. Mm. Are you able to share a little bit about that and how it works? Yes, that one's um, it's quite interesting and it's quite easy when you get your head around it. Mm. No, I do it myself. <laughs> yes, I do. I need to hold myself accountable. To yeah, it. yeah. We're all human. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's something so... Um, 
for example, if you like to take supplements or, or vitamins and you find, oh, I forgot to take it again today. Oh, damn it. And you're getting, you know, hard on yourself. So what is the first thing you do of a morning when you get up? And if it's the, the vitamins you need to take, we'll put them right next to that. So if you get up first thing in the morning is you brush your teeth, we'll have them sitting there. Yeah. And you go, oh, right. And you remember to take them. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much habit stacking is when you're adding something new, you just put it next to something you're already doing on autopilot every day. Mm-hmm. And the visual of that that thing will remind you to do it. Mm-hmm. So that. That's habit stacking, but you can also do, say, post-it notes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I do that a lot. I write you like notes. that. That's inc- I never yeah. thought of doing that I before. I stick it on my, my computer. Like, don't forget to do. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I first learned about habit stacking, I, um, like, my kids were really little and I was finding it very difficult to get my exercise in and I was really missing it. Not that I'm a huge, I'm not very sporty either, um, but I love a good, like I've started running now, which is pretty cool. But I, you know, I used to love the running, a brisk, yeah, yeah, it's not pretty, but oh, you're doing good, you're doing good. Job done. Um, but I do love like a really long walk, like that's something that really calms me down. And anyway, I was, um, I decided that I just needed to do 10 minutes of yoga. Um, and I used to, on the days that I would take my littlest ones to kindy, um, I would before, and then I would come home. The habit was to come home and make a coffee. So I wouldn't let myself have my coffee until I'd done my 10 minutes of yoga. Mm-hmm. And it made a really big difference. Cause I was like, I was attaching that habit to the coffee, <laughs> but the <laughs> coffee was kind of the reward. Yeah. I love it. Um, so yeah, I, I love habit stacking. I love that you've reminded me though, because I haven't, mm. I haven't really utilized it in a long time. And I think you're right. So useful. So in just in wrapping up, if you could offer just one golden tip to stay on top of your health and well-being, I know that that's a big ask. Mm. What would it be? What would be your best advice be? Oh, I would say love yourself as though you love your partner and your, or your children. Oh. So treat yourself with the love that you show others. That's so beautiful. <laughs> just yeah, I love that. Thank you. So before I um close our session, I have some rapid fire questions, which are just oh. super fun. <laughs> so I'm just gonna say a word and I want to know what your favorite of that word is. Okay. Are you ready? All right, maybe careful. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's your favorite app? Oh, uh, Instagram. Time of day? Oh, uh, mid morning. Oh, I'm interested to hear why. I just, because um, I think I've like, already done quite a lot. You know, getting yeah. up early, going to the gym. I've logged on for work and I know it's coming close to lunchtime. Yeah. <laughs> I'm get a break. <laughs> nice. Cool. Okay. Favorite exercise. Oh, favorite exercise. I like my weights. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, okay. Your favorite habit. My favorite habit is getting some time out on my own. Mm. Like even just going for a walk, like you, you said, you yeah. like go for a walk. So just getting away from everyone and it's just 
me and my thoughts and nature and nothing else. Yeah. All right. And finally, your favourite thing about your business? Oh, my favourite thing about my business is is watching women transform before my eyes and seeing them light up and happy and just loving life again. Yeah. What a gift. Well, I just want to say thank you so much for coming and having a chat with me and sharing so much um, wisdom with our listeners. I'm, I can just see your, you know, your business is blooming. Like it's, you know, it's in its infancy now, but I'm just so excited to see where it takes you and, and your journey. And I'm grateful to be a small part of it. Um, so (laughs) where can we find you? Where are you, um, discoverable? Oh, right. Well, I'm on Instagram, Facebook. I also have a Pinterest and I have a website. Now, to make life easy, uh, Flourish with Kaylee is the website mm-hmm. and the Instagram and the Facebook. <laughs> Perfect. Awesome. I had to get that name and to make sure I had, could have it across all three <laughs> platforms before I, I registered the business and got the website done. Very savvy. Doing all that. You're already considering brand consistency before you're considering brand consistency. Oh, <laughs> well done. Thank you so much, Kaylee. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this week's episode of Brand Lover, take a screenshot of wherever you're listening and share your biggest takeaway on Instagram or Facebook. And don't forget to tag me. I'd love to give you a shout out and thank you personally. Also feel free to subscribe and leave a review to help the Brand Lover podcast reach more heart-aligned entrepreneurs just like yourself. Thanks again and I'll see you next week.